last time on Lawful Stupid. We prepared for war! Battle, as it were. Well, yeah, we, uh... Oh, no, yeah, we, we uh, well, you came up with a, a great plan. I don't know about that. Did you already forget about that? Every, no, I just don't know. But I just don't know if it's so great. Every time I think I do a good thing, it's not. So we'll see. And then there's also a very tender moment with Atlas and Ilaria. Yeah, I, I, Ray oh, Sunshine yeah. thought, I can get her out of this sword right now with Findle's help. I was wrong. He was just going to blast her into oblivion. I was so excited for uh, Shane, who picked up on it. Because Fendel, of course, is this powerful wizard, right? Remove curse? Got it. And, and Shane picks up, wait, wait, probably not the best. Like, you didn't think it'd be that easy, did you? Yeah. He goes, I mean, yeah, we have to go to the underworld. Like, like we have to go through the portal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys ruined the surprise for my story arc. I was gonna have Fendel surprise, remove curse, and be like, I helped you out! And you're like, no, now you gotta go through. Anyway. Sorry, what we were recapping? It would make sense canonically. Yeah. Yeah, so, anyways, after Shane and Maynard, or Kristoff, uh, you know, told his plans, they kind of changed up some things, and we are gonna be the small team that sort of goes uh, through the, around the backside while. The architects build this this wall to separate the demons. In the, the, the well, an alley is what I'm thinking. So two walls separate. Um, the tour will go tear through. The uh, Navali in, in the form of uh, arcane. What is it? The the arcane cannons yeah. are going to be what it causes the initial dispersion, and they'll follow up with additional attacks if they if they're going to come too far or, or get beyond the walls. Um, but primarily, then the remaining uh, ranged attackers, so whether it be spellcasters or hunters, archer kind of situation or whatever range guys are going to be uh, wailing on the guys uh, that are on either side of the wall while the tour go right down the middle of this alleyway to uh, clear a path for the portal team to come in and construct a portal to get guys in from the rear directly to the heart of the conflict. Meanwhile, we go around the back, go through the wall, platform nine and three quarters, thanks to Findel, and uh, execute the mission. Yeah. Sounds good. And, uh... Kristoff got a note, had a Gave love a triangle, love triangle, and some ominous news. Everybody loves Kristoff. This yeah. fall, <laughs> CBS. I don't know what show that that channel that airs on. Maybe it's a love square. That's true. Rowan is involved. It is a love uh, dodecahedron at this point. <laughs> There's so much love. Yeah, Waffles too. We're we're about the love. Are you guys? We promised romance and we finally delivered. That's true. Are you guys ready? Yes. Super ready. Let's do this. So, you can see from where you're standing on the front line. You're at the forest edge, and you boys are standing next to Fendel. And you're standing next to some members of the tour who have this these wicked pieces of armor. They are twisted and scuffed and scarred and dented 
and they so far have been silent. The the tour that are with you, they have had not they haven't had much to say so far. Not that there has been a ton of time for conversation, but you can hear murmuring throughout the front line as they're waiting. And Findle is looking across the field and you kind of follow his gaze and you see these monsters lined up in formation outside the city wall ready to repel your attack and as you kind of lean forward and look down the line you can see varying pieces of the guilds and more importantly when you look behind you you can see the the blue in the ranks of the Arcanus being led by Frost and Frost, at Kristoff, as you look back, Frost kind of gives you a nod. And I return the nod. Um, you, Atlas, you're wearing your red cape. So you are standing out, uh, quite literally standing out, compared to this hodgepodge group. The tour not really having any real uniform, and then you guys, as a unit, just kind of being different. And walking past you, you see a familiar face, and that is the Tro, John. And he sees the cape, and he says... Atlas. John, and I'll give him that forearm slap that we left last less last left with. Good words. And he returns the the handshake or forearm shake and says, Why am I not surprised you're here in the front line? It's the only place to be for battle. And he says, I knew you would make an excellent Doer of good, slayer of monsters. <laughs> you did great in your test. I knew you would be on for great things. I appreciate that very much, Sean. And Alaria kind of whispers in your ear when um, he says that. And she says, are you going to tell him you only passed because of me? I do not respond to her at this time. And John says, Well, I'm glad I saw you, and I hope to see you after. Good luck out there. We don't need luck. We've got each other. <laughs> of course we do, Atlas. And he nods and uh, continues on down the line. And you hear the murmuring kind of die down and your ears are filled with the roar of war horns and you boys are probably and I say this confidently I think not warriors right so when these war horns go off it's almost like a delay for you right the rest of the line moves forward and it's almost like people behind you start kind of nudging you guys to go forward. 
and Findle is charging forward. And so you guys are now a pace or, or, or two behind uh, Findle. And your ears are filled with the footsteps, the pounding of sheer numbers of goliaths and dwarfs and elves and humans. And all of these mortal races are heading towards these monsters from another world. And it's almost comforting, the rumbling. It's a predictable, soothing, sensory effect until it's interrupted with the first barrages blasts and you give them hell avia see parts everywhere dirt and armor and swords and in fact you guys are running and one of the troops to the left of you is impaled by a sword <gasps> that flew from a dismembered monster and you feel this hope as you're charging forward. As you watch the front lines of these monsters begin to crumble until you hear the crackling followed by an explosion and then another one and then another one and you begin to see explosions happening in your lines you're seeing these black not black you're seeing the absence of a light streak across arcing down into your battalions exploding and sending troops through the air and vaporizing some as they hit And then both the lines collapse and it is just the sound of war. Metal on monster, monster on metal. You can hear magic being thrown from both sides. You can hear the sound of arrows filling the sky and landing on these monsters and the wall and the ground. What are you boys? want to do you both the lines have just met and you guys are in the front i very specifically thought this was not the plan i pull out laria it's like we should we should be a little bit back should be like on the other side of this we should be I thought we were supposed to not do this at all and go all the way around. But we have to, we have to fight, so my weapon's out right now. <laughs> yeah, um, also my whip is on What is close to me? Is there anything in the immediate threats? You are a big monster. I want to attack him. He will get the first, first, first lick of this blade. Roll me an attack. Cue cool music. Ta-da-da. What's well, 22? That'll yeah, do. You have programs for this. It's 22? 22? Yeah, that connects. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and roll this. Uh, 
Uh, that is an eight for the first attack. And go roll my second attack. Uh, I'm sure that one's not going to hit. That's only a 12. That one does not hit. Why don't you paint me your word picture of how you would want to attack? So I imagine if I, I, I'm just going to step up and I'm going to be in front of the boys, uh, mm-hmm. sort of face to face, and I'm. I'm more confident, I feel like, with Alaria, especially after having talked to her about what's going to happen. Um, and I just know that my, after, as soon as I take these swings, that my boys are going to follow up, and this one's going to crumple, and we're going to move on with the mission. So pull sword out. I'm going to slice the Achilles, or at the legs like I've been doing, try to take it down to our level. Yep. That one hits, right? And so when you slice the Achilles... It crumbles, and you misjudged how well it was going to stand, and you actually uh, swing a little above and to the right, right? So it crumples down onto a knee, and you weren't expecting it to go all the way down to a knee um, and bend that far down. Boys behind, Alice. Is there anything you would like to do? I'd like to reach around whip crack. And as Atlas brings that blade down, your whip smacks this thing in the chest, making it stagger backwards, and you can see the faint whispers of your magic wrapping around it. Rowan, is there anything you would like to do? Uh, I want to take a shot with my new pistol. Go ahead and roll me two attacks, because you have two. I, roll know, I have to roll, Dwayne. Because you're super good. <laughs> Thank you. What, 23 <laughs> and a nat 20. Oh, dang. Gee, I didn't get an opportunity in that 20. Go ahead and roll. I honestly forgot. I got into the narrative. <laughs> no, it's cool. No, I'm taking it. And so this whip hits, and it kind of arcs backwards as it's regaining its footing to step forward. You release this blast from your arcane focus that is a fucking flint rock, flintlock pistol. And normally when you do Eldritch Blast, you see two spirals of magic. And this time, you see eight. And this collides with that monster's chest and explodes and blasts it backwards, taking several more with it. And... It's at that moment, Christoph, you feel it in the air. The static of the arcane torrent. And in front of you boys, Everybody get down! feet apart, you, this is, I actually love this, 10 feet apart, you see these pillars form from the front line back to the walls oh, okay. on the ground. And then... This blue energy roars up, vaporizing monsters in its path. And just as quickly as they were established, as the energy rose up, they fortified themselves as glowing walls. And in the middle of these walls, you can hear it, Kristoff. The crackling 
of energy and you can feel the heat of it before it even comes and I think as you as you yell get down right I think you kind of like crouch down right like mm-hmm. and so as you're like getting back up being like alright and you feel it but it happens so fast like all those senses you can't warn everybody and the monsters in between that wall get roasted with the this lightning between the two and now the tour beside you push forward and you can see the lightning still trailing off their armor as they move to engage the monsters that manage to survive as these guys get roasted and destroyed by these pillar walls I'm going to shout out a small gift, courtesy of the architects of your demise. (laughs) And you look back, I think, as you take a glance back, and you can see the architects together, like, concentrating, and some tour members um, setting up posts, and they're further back as you guys have charged out, and those tour members are acting as their guard. Um... But what you notice, more importantly, Kristoff, is you can see that of the, these, this group of architects, that Avia is in the center of them. And she does not have her eyes open. She almost has her hands together. And when you look like you can't, you don't even have your arcane torrent vision really engaged, but you can, you can see it. Like you can you can just tell that there's a lot of power going on there. And you guys charge through between these two walls. This new gap between the two walls meeting the monsters head on. What do you boys want to do? We peel off the window we are on the side. Mm-hmm. As they're engaging, Findle gives a shout to the Tor and says, Make way! And the Tor respond by doubling up. It's almost like they've trained for this their entire lives. They kick off of one, or whoever they're fighting, and they, they double up. And they're able to like peel open this line and... Findle and you three and a few of the Arctic Guild, followed by a few more tour member tour members, charge forward for the wall. And as you get closer, just like last time, it looks precarious and not like a great idea until Findle passes through. And I assume you all follow. Yep. Platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> Head on. On the other end of the wall, Oxbane is all but leveled. Most buildings are destroyed. You can see more like the few standing buildings because it is flat land the castle is maybe a quarter of what it was 
the lead church while damaged is one of the more structurally sound looking buildings and more importantly and most notably Findle's tower remains almost untouched and Findle as you guys go through he looks around and he says well on the bright side I still have a home <laughs> I haven't for a very long time I almost want to tell you and you guys charge through and there's monsters that you guys have to fight your way through to get to the castle but most of them are already at the perimeter of the walls trying to provide assistance to the majority of the force that is being attacked and one thing you notice as you guys are making a beeline for the castle you're seeing like these group of these monsters and they're kneeled and their swords are inserted into the ground and in the center of these monsters you can't really make out the shape of what it is because your vision is obscured but as you're eyeing it you see the like absence of light arc from those like circles and followed by that is the explosions on the other side of the wall oh I gotta take a pot shot at it yeah go ahead and roll an attack my dude 16? You raise this gun up, this arcane focus, and you fire the shot over at this group. And it's probably 100 feet or so away. And your shot starts to kind of waver the closer it gets. And right as it's about to connect, you see it almost like a metal coin or a metal ball being thrown at... Or, sorry, you see it almost like you throwing two magnets together from the opposite end, and it just bounces away from them. It's like a hard turn. You don't actually see it connect with anything. It just flies in the opposite direction. Mm. And you guys reach the castle. Which... Kristoff, you recall, was quite luxurious. Yes, was. And now it is not. Melted gold and destroyed paintings and shattered crystals. And Fendel destroys everything in your way, monster after monster, and you notice... He is using his right arm. As much as he uses spells, he always uses his right arm. But you can tell he is relying on his right arm more and more and more. And you can definitely see how much he favors it when he's like this. And when you guys break through into the castle, he looks around and he says, All right. Where do we go from here? Down. As far as we can get. 
Okay. But we have to make a portal still. So, oh, I thought there was another team that was doing that. No, no. We are making the portal. And he, like, looks at the Arcanist and the Tor that have been following you guys. That's their job. You and I, we're going to get started. Dow? And he's like, says questioningly, because he's never been there. Um, we should go secure the mouth to the entrance down, so we can stop anything else that's coming up. But we should wait for that portal to be up and running until we go down and we have some more reinforcements. Because when we get down there to the doors where it gets especially bad. And he says, that's exactly what I was thinking. And he says, show me. And he nods to the portal team who begin their work. We lead them to the the entrance now. Right. So you guys go to the entrance and... um, I like to think that who's leading Atlas or who's leading towards the entrance? Oh, yeah. I'm always leading. Yeah. And so, Atlas, when you get to the the door, I think you open it to, like, you know, show the way. Mm -hmm. And so when you do that, like, the first thing coming out at you is a monster. What do you do? Uh, I I imagine that if I was was opening the door with my right hand and Ilaria's in my left... As soon as I see that, I'm going to break, grab down, grab the weight, and, and just slice up uh, vertically. Do me a favor and roll me that attack roll. That's a crit 20. In half. You tear this thing's face in half. You split helmet and bone and flesh into, and you hear Alaria. Yes! <laughs> As blood and ichor goes everywhere. Do me a favor and roll dexterity saving throw for me, please. Oh, which one? Dexterity saving throw, Oof, please. Not good. That's a seven. You get covered in all types of monster blood. You are now no longer a white orc. You are a goopy, goopy, dark monster blood orc. It's like my father would have loved me now. Uh, does that mean that, th- that we can see down the path and that yep. it's clear now? Well, you can see down uh, the path and you can... you Yes, yeah, you have dark vision. I'm going to focus into the arcane torrent and start establishing copper tripwires. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Explain to me what you want to do. <laughs> I want to make... Um, bits of copper wire uh, stretching from one end of the wall to the other um, along this pathway down so that were a monster to come through it could potentially trip on the copper wire okay um, it's favorite? not like one strand of copper wire it's like no no I get so that that's why I'm like I was listening to where you were going with that because I thought for a second you were like gonna do alarm but I don't know that you have the alarm spell. Anyways, I don't. Do me a favor and roll an arcana check, please. It's definitely not the alarm spell. It's just tripwires. Uh, 21. Yeah, so you feel the stress of the arcane torrent being channeled through you. And you see the threads form and... 
you're building your lines and Atlas and Rowan you watch as Kristoff begins focusing and sweating and like you can you can tell what he's doing and you watch Findel who is watching Kristoff do this <laughs> and Findel smiles and says to you boys and it's almost like hard for you to hear uh, Shane because you're like or Kristoff because yeah. you're focused he says do you think I should help uh, no, he, he doesn't like that. He just wants to feel very special about this. He's doing a good job, I think, unless those explode. No, you should probably help him just like a little bit. Just little, don't don't let him know you're doing it. Just yeah, let, let him just think that he's doing it. And uh, Fendel says, I'm not good at subtlety. And he like puts his hand on your shoulder and your wires form. And the stress of the torrent is off of you and you're noticing like that you can just pull the torrent and fold it and wind it and construct it like you were messing with clay or wax of a candle and you establish your tripwires and I think you establish stronger and more because you were just in the zone making them, you're like, oh, this, I'm getting better, this is easier, and like, you just start winding, like, weaving more. And and, and and as I finish, I didn't realize what happened. a giant yeah. basket. A giant basket, yep. It's really just, uh, it's if you've ever been to a playground, it's that weird net thing that they always have that you have to crawl up. Yeah. That's It's just that, out of copper wire. <laughs> so they'll never make it through. <laughs> Those things are impossible yeah. to traverse. Exactly. They can't it's just not difficult terrain. It. It's impossible terrain. Yeah, exactly. And um, thank you, Findle. That was a great aid. Findle smiles and says, "You were doing great. I just gave you a little juice. I, I appreciate it." And you see Ike come through the hallway, and he said, "He says, I thought I heard your voice." And Ike is covered in blood. Covered in it. Head to toe. They're like twins. He's coming from down? No, no, no. He came from the oh, hallway. Okay. Got it, yeah, yeah. Through the portal. I thought he just like emerged from the yeah, like, I've been here for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the way is clear. I had to eat I my am, way I through. I can destroy it. Get back to the job. <laughs> I have made you a path. No, uh, he is covered in blood. Still no weapon. Uh, I, would you, would you I, like a weapon? You can use Willow if you'd like. And he laughs, this deep bellowing laugh, and hits you on the back real hard, like with a pat, and says, It would only slow me down. Little toothpick like that. I slump my head down and shoulders. <laughs> and he says, Thanks for getting the portal up. I was way more work getting through, and honestly, a long walk. And behind him, you see a bearded dwarf in thick metal armor with, with red the hammer. Hair. Fucking Daredin. With the hammer. A and, fucking Daredin. And he says, 
in my I'm gonna attempt the worst dwarf accent. Oh, I can I'm so excited. Oh. Please do it's it. A moment of Dude, silence come rest. He says, um Oh shit, this is gonna be real mm-hmm. bad. I don't have a dwarf accent. He says What are y'all sitting around here waiting for? Not bad. Impressed. And Fendel looks and says, Well, you have the big hammer. We thought we would let you go first, Axel. And he says, I thought you'd never ask. Yes, go ahead, buddy. And I just extend my hand. Charge on down there. And he does. And... I'll run behind him. <laughs> I want to go to you. Atlas, you idiot! <laughs> and so you see this dwarf run forward and pull the I, gra- I grab Atlas by the cape before he goes down there. From the, um... No, that's fine. From the... From his back, and he charges forward, and you hear it. And followed by... Dud, 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 metal clank, dud. Dwarven swears. Dud, dud. And then you hear the crashing of a stop. And Atlas... It's like charging forward and you see Atlas kind of like get pulled like when a dog hits the leash. <laughs> and then I, I imagine you're thankful. And Findle says, you probably could have warned him, Kristoff. Yeah. Well, that I probably could have, but he showed up and he was very cocky. And also he has a hammer that I think belongs to us. He's kind of a douche. <laughs> and... <laughs> I, I snap my fingers and release the copper wire back to the toy. And you see crackling and hear pops and explosions down below, followed by lots of dwarf cursing. And Findle says, we should, we should probably check on him. That, that sounded wasn't painful. <laughs> and... Findle walks down, and Ike follows, and then you see more of the tour coming from the portals, and you see a couple hunters, and you guys have your small battalion heading into the depths of this dungeon. I'm kind of just speaking to anybody who will listen as we go down, just... Okay, so basically when we arrive, there will be a large cavernous chamber. Uh, Beyond that chamber, there is just a long stone bridge, maybe 10 feet wide. So we'll have to really tunnel through there unless we have another way. Uh, Do we have any any architects with with us? Uh, You have Findle and one arcanist that you, or architect that you know of. Did you Mm. mean arcanist or architect? I meant architect. Yeah, okay, just making sure. Yeah, because there's no arcanist here. Um, well, yeah, we're going to have to pretty much <laughs> funnel <laughs> through there. Um, unless, you know, we have abilities of flight or some means to traverse this very long gap, probably about 120 feet total in length to when we have uh, the door on the other opposite side that must be shut with the key. And uh, as you're saying that as you guys are make it, making your way through the tunnel or through the cavern and you hear this dwarf said, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Uh, that got sideways on me, but... Yeah. 
with his hammer. I'll take him all down all by myself. And Kristoff, you and Fendel look at each other and kind of roll your eyes. I mean, okay, great. Do that. <laughs> and uh, Ike says, You know, <clears throat> that hammer's pretty powerful. But it doesn't replace my fist and my right atlas. I, I like battle cry and raise Alaria. And if he runs anywhere, I'm going with him. This guy's caught me up. <laughs> Everybody needs a life coach. And you guys are going down staircases and going through these hallways. And you're running into monsters. And the tour and Ike and I think Atlas are also on the front line, like tearing through these things. Um, XP, between, XP, XP. <laughs> and and the whole time, every time you say XP, Alaria says, "Murder, get stronger, murder, get stronger." Uh, and until you guys get to the big open room, that is pitch black and you guys can obviously see because you have dark vision most of you if not all of you um Fendel says well this won't do at all and he like lights up the room by sending like these lights that go up into the air and kind of spread out and fill the room this is the first time you guys actually like saw what was in the room and it's just like these shadows that have nothing to have shadows with you can see almost and I don't know the proper name for them and I should have looked it up prior to this episode what maybe Shane knows is the name of the the effect that when a bomb goes off that it's only their their shadow on the wall that's left like when they're vaporized I thought you might know because like from descriptions it there's there's a phenomenon that like when a bomb goes off like uh, nuclear shadows I think it's, I'm just looking it up so it's, it's just nuclear shadows right so. And that's kind of what you're seeing. Like, the shadows of things that, like, don't have forms. And that they're, like, painted against walls and the floors. And they're almost like echoes of people. And that was not something you guys saw the last time you went through this room. The shadows do move. And Fendel says, excuse me? Yeah, those shadows move and coalesce. Seems to be they favor the wounded. And Fendel says, All right, Ike. Something weird going on with those shadows. Keep your eyes open. And Ike says, Give me something to hit, and I'll hit it. I mean, I'm not opposed to you hitting one of those shadows. 
How big is the room? Guys, uh, it is it is large. It was um, I want to say it was like sixty to eighty feet. Mm. Just shot in the dark. I'm gonna cast fairy fire in like the middle. Hmm. 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 Go ahead. Oh, I do. You just have to make a wisdom saving throw on anything that is there. Does a 17 it beat does. it? Okay. So you cast Fairy Fire, and you and your squad are set of. Well, I guess you guys can all roll if you want to like resist the Fairy Fire effect. I imagine that he cast yeah, it, it further into the room. Yeah, it's oh, only not on you guys. Okay, it's yeah, only yeah. Um, a twenty foot cube. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, you guys are good. Yeah, you cast it, and that happens. Okay. We just see like a small twenty foot cube, fucking electrolyte disco party <laughs> yeah, for a second, the, and then Findle strobe lights are going off too. I almost imagine it's like a to me like. I've always imagined fairy fire is like this explosion of like glowing confetti around everything, like that attaches <laughs> yeah. to whatever like is invisible. It's just constantly falling from that shape. Right, exactly. And you're like, oh, okay, well, it's like throwing flour on invisible things. <laughs> um, that's just me, though. I also I always thought of it as like um like a like a thousand glow sticks exploded at once. Oh, that's really good too. It's like a weird paint party. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into it. Your squad gets halfway through the room and monsters are already pouring through from the bridge, from the portal, and the Tor and Ike and Axel have got this method down for dispatching them. And anyone who survives... You guys are finishing off, like, Findle's casting spells. I imagine you guys are throwing in pot shots here and there as you guys are cutting through these remaining monsters. Mm-hmm. And you guys get to the bridge room. And across the bridge, actually... Perception checks, please. One. I rolled a four. Okay, so Atlas notices that he is still underground. (laughs) Rowan, what did you get? I rolled a 19. So it's a 20. Unnatural. Thank you, Rowan. Welcome to the party, Rowan. Everyone I don't else, remember what my perception bonuses were. Better luck next time. You have this cool thing called a character sheet. In fact, I'm pretty sure all your stats are there. Yeah, I'm doing it on my phone, and they're not all in one spot like they used to be. So, by the time you guys get to this bridge, you have a small army behind you from your people coming through the portal and rushing to catch up and you guys started with maybe 20 people you've got a good 60 behind you 
And across the bridge, Rowan, what you can see is four of these monsters heading towards you guys. But in front of this portal, you see a wood elf. And you know this by the color of her skin. And she is wearing armor that is made of wood. It's got, if you've ever seen dragon armor or scale armor where it's scale over scale over scale, she has that but with pieces of bark. And she has long black hair pulled into a single tight braid. Alright, sorry, not black hair, it's copper hair. And her skin, Rowan, you can see these green flakes and this green energy almost pulsing below her skin, even from where you are. And she is holding a scythe. And this is not a normal scythe, for its primary blade has another blade under it. And it is large, especially for her to only be like five foot tall. I mean, you're just guessing, but like she's small compared to who you're used to hanging out with. And she is holding the scythe with one hand. Boys, it looks like we've got trouble on the other side of this. The view shifts to the battlefield just outside Oxbane, where the monsters are pushing the front line backwards as troops move through the portal. Chiringa, on your left! Thanks, Lance! The portal! The right, Lance. We have to get back to Frost and the Architects. They're being overrun. On it! This way, boys! Stop! Follow me! We have a portal to defend! People are always telling me, Scott Chainsaw, Lawful Stupid, that me and Alex are super close. We have so many inside jokes, and they're always wondering about that. They say we're like twins, you know? We even finish each other's... Sandwiches. I don't get it. That's not it. No, that's it. Yeah, so we're we're basically like twins. You know who else was twins? Castor and Pollux from Greek myth. They're they're some of the most famous twins that you ever heard of. And I want to tell you about castpollux.com. Castpollux.com is a place that delivers a lot of dice and other cool items. They're very special to me because I got a set of dice. Not only did they send me my dice, they sent my son his first, his own set of dice. Very beautiful set of watermelon colored dice. Cass and Pollux are members of our Discord family, and being a part of that family, the Lawful Stupid family, they saw the kindness in their hearts to give us a coupon code. So you can go to CassPollux.com, get some sweet dice, necklaces, and use a Lawful Stupid to get 15% off. Get yours today. I, didn't, I, didn't lose I, I kind of assumed there would oh, be. It, it, more than demons, there's a possessed elf with a scythe. 
I'm imagining some sort of demonic backup or keeper of the door. It's the doorman. I did. Does it change anything? No, but be aware. And you press forward? Question mark. I mean, we're not in the front, but <laughs> yeah. yes. I just meant like you guys are also like holding the key, and so people are somewhat like, you know. Yeah. Also, you guys don't have to press forward. You can let them go without you. Yeah, we'll we'll come back in like a week. <laughs> if it's cool. I, I just meant like, hey, you guys go clean that up, and then I'll come with the key once you beat up all those bad guys up there. We'll take the portal out. Just leave it up. And <laughs> yeah, let's take that. Yeah, we'll just yeah. So in like a week. Ike and Axel, they push forward with these tour, and you hear this like low laugh coming from this elf and Axel steps forward and he wrecks these two monsters in front of him and he brings that hammer down on the bridge and you watch as stones like fissure upwards knocking the other two off like making the bridge a shitty thing to travel across now but the pathway to this elf and the portal is clear and these tour soldiers rush past axel who is more or less gloating about his success and you watch as this elf raises the scythe over her head and makes a cutting motion across. And the tour that were charging against her fall forward and down and flat. And you watch as energy, Kristoff specifically, Rowan a little bit maybe, gets pulled from them into the blades of the scythe. Mm. And she, in one swift motion, kind of arcs it around and points it towards you guys. And you watch as energy bolts fly in your direction. And go ahead and make dexterity saving throws, boys. And these bolts of energy go past you guys. You you all inst- instinctively step out of the way, and you but you can feel the energy pulsing off of it. And behind you, you watch as half of the army with you begins to shudder and shake. And they transform into smaller versions of these monsters. It's almost like whatever race they are gets mutilated and converted into 
macabre, gross versions of who they once were. And behind you erupts all out war. What do you boys want to do? Mm. Findle. We have to get that scythe away from her now. And Findle says, I couldn't agree more, and rushes forward to back up Ike and Axel. I get. I'm, I'm uh, with them. Christoph, you want the one too? I would like to jump. 6, 12, 18 feet into the air. Pop rage mode. Bring Sword Lariat down into the middle of these beasts, or whatever is around, and make that my first attack. If we're doing the dance I party like, battle. I, no, I, I like what you're doing, but you currently only have one enemy in front of you, and it's the elf, unless you're going to fight backwards in the big mosh pit of violence but you know what Terran do same thing to Wood Elf <laughs> okay so you're you're still a little way from her so you're gonna start crossing the bridge how, and head how, how what's the distance to this bridge what's the gap the bridge is like 120 feet oh, yeah, yeah. you guys are like 30 feet in the elves on the other end you guys wanna charge forward and fight right yep mm-hmm. yes you guys rush forward, and Ike and Findel and Axel are in front of you, and you see another beam heading your direction, and it looks like it misses until you see Ike begin to shudder and shake and transform. Mm. And this mountainous Goliath begins to mutate. Where his skin and his smile once was, a crooked visage forms. And his two arms and fists, which were his favorite weapons, become mutilated skin and bone. And that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> I knew it was coming too. I knew the time, but I'm still angry about it. Next time, it's gonna be combat. Yes. It's gonna be old I don't want it now. This is not how, this not how I wanted it. Combat. It's not how I wanted Okay, so, good news. The strongest man who ever lived, who's the leader of the most elite fighting force in the world, um is now presumably even stronger in a monster and he's against us. So, that's great. But, we do have a Findle. That is true. That, right now. I think even so far. You also have a dwarf with an artifact weapon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of, I would kind of rather, would, would have rather him get hit with the laser beam, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. He is uh, not nearly as effective as I 
I say this knowing full well that once I say it, it will never happen. I was just waiting for him to die so that he would drop the hammer so I could use catapult on it to hit that elf in the face. <laughs> I mean, you can still try to do that, right? Like, He's got to drop it first. Oh, you can't do it. Also, love the wooden armor and wooden handled scythe, Dwayne. Is there a particular spell that you might be trying to avoid? <laughs> uh, actually, no. But... Since we're on the end of the episode, I will say that uh, one thing we do at uh, Lawful Stupid is we allow um, patrons to put items in the mm-hmm. game, and uh, that actually oh, yeah. is an item it's that a dread. dread, yeah, Dread actually uh, suggested, and um, he had suggest or they had suggested it a while back, uh, and it just wasn't a good time. And thankfully, Devin reached back out and was, like, reminding everybody. And so, um, when you guys hear more and more about that weapon, just know that that's a listener edition to the show. Direct direct quote from Dwayne. That's a really cool item, but it's way too strong to give to my boys. <laughs> <laughs> so he immediately gives it to the enemy. <laughs> what a bro Dwayne is. Love that's you so right. much. Yep. It's super good. And it's super awesome. So, yeah. Well, no, and there's more to, and without spoilers, there is more to the wooden armor thing. Is it because it's a wood elf? <laughs> is, is there a particular spell you're trying to avoid? <laughs> I, had, I had actually not thought about that. I was just so ingrained in, like, describing this bark over bark over bark armor that, like, I was so excited about seeing, because, like, you don't really ever see that when you see wood armor. It's just, like, a wooden husk. Um, yeah. That's that's Alex and I's go-to combo. Like, oh shit, they have a really strong weapon. It's a metal, metal, heat metal. Ow, catapult I drop it. Great, catapult. catapult into the abyss. Yeah. No, I didn't actually think about that. I need to like write that down. That that's y'all's bag. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I and always forget until it happens, and I'm like, Argh. that's only if they have a weapon that's particularly powerful and not them innately. Yeah. yeah. And also made of metal. That's weird. There's no like no metal left in the no, world. Nobody's gone. Insane. All of our <laughs> weapons and stuff are super rare. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, um, you know, uh, this the the shaft of this weapon is wood. Yep. Yeah. Check that out. So, Hi. boys are in some trouble. Yeah, not great. Every time we come here, let's stop coming here. Ever. After we close the door, we burn it everything down. Get rid of the bridge. Oxbane is no what more. Just nuke it from orbit. Just don't do this anymore. If you rearrange the letters of Oxbane, it spells Voldemort. <laughs> Dang it. Weren't we going to uh, retire? <laughs> Didn't we decide that? We yeah. Gonna, Live simple lives. We're going to take that station we're owed. Yep. Go, in, go, in, go into business making... Yeah, we're going to go into business making arcane focuses. Yeah. That That's right. You And sell them to pirates. Yeah, I know. I remember that. It was, it was a good Arrow plan. catches. Just a bunch of arrow catches. Air catches for days. That, yeah, that's the other item you would make, right? You would make your arcane focuses, and then you would make things to basically counteract them, right? So now you're selling both sides mm-hmm. of the military, like mm-hmm. right? That's where all the money that's is. Who gonna get it? Yeah. On both sides, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's literally where all the money is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank thanks you for all. listening, everybody. You're so great. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm so hey, excited. join our Discord, iTunes reviews, and we'll be better. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. How you know that the lawful st- stupid boys get tired? The outros fall apart. 
Uh, I was actually going to say go to our website. There's um, a link to our Discord. There is our store page where you can go and get some of this new sweet character art. And or if you are hashtag Team Alaria, you can go get some Alaria mm, art as well. Love it. Um, uh, t-shirts, um, posters, t- posters, phones, whatever cozies, you can possibly I'm sure. think. Um, it's everything. And I'm pretty sure you could get firstborn with yeah. the tattoos on it. Is it um, ghosts that I already I bought a whole bunch always come of up with new stuff. No, I yes. want to as well. Uh, there are also our webcomics <laughs> there as well. And if you haven't, um, if you haven't checked out the webcomic, you should. And if you're somebody who likes coloring, like adult coloring and or just coloring in general, maybe your kids need some upgraded Child comic coloring. books. Yeah. Um, you can get the all the webcomics in coloring book form. You just There's a link right there on our web webcomics page. And you just download them right there and then color. There's also awesome lore that adds to the world that Dwayne wrote, as well as coupon codes to all the amazing uh, partnerships that we built with people who sell nerdy shit that we are, are into. That is not gauche yeah. that I also that got. It will definitely be for sure on the website by this airing date. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well... Uh, we're rolling for humanity again, right, Shane? Oh, I did it. It's 14. Nice. Oh. I did, I did it yeah, while we were really talking. figure out where that goes to. Yeah, so our patrons will decide uh, for the month of September where we'll go to. we got a lot of amazing charities that are on the list. They will take a vote. They will put uh, what they want, and then we'll do it, and they'll get all the dollars. Well... I appreciate you all. Thank you. We love Goodbye. you, Dwayne. I appreciate you, Dwayne. Love you. I love you. I love We are storytellers. We are creators. We are gamers. We are dreamers. We are players. We are players. We are players. We are, we are, players. We are, we are DMs. We, we are, are nerds, Matt.